Hello everybody, welcome back to another episode of You Can't Handle the Truth. Today's episode I think is going to be a quick fire round. I don't want to talk about it too much, so in and out in five minutes hopefully. But uh, we're going to be talking about Dune, or Dune, whatever the hell you want to call it. It's with a D, so it could be just Dune, but it's a Dune, it's like a sand Dune, okay, so it's Dune. But uh, this film is incomplete, and this is why my review is going to be so short, because I'm not going to be reviewing it again until we see a part two. So this film just feels completely unfinished. I really am not a fan of how it ends. I knew this would cause controversy. I knew full well that it's supposed to be a two-parter or maybe even a three-parter because the book's pretty big anyway. It's split into three parts. So, you know, I knew full well that the film would end at just a certain random point, but this is just stupid. This is genuinely taking the mick with how much they are testing the audience because we've been sat through two and a half hours of this film to get to nowhere. Like, the film just ends. So... I'm really not happy with the ending and I'm not the biggest fan of this film because of the ending but also because it's not as good as they try and think it is or they make it out to be. I don't know there's just something about this film it's not quite as amazing as they all think it is. So yes it's a good film it's a very good film it's a very well shot film very well directed film. The editing is poor the writing is pretty bad at times like the comedy elements do not work they fall flat there's no real development, there's no real character emotion, you don't feel any sympathy, there's just nothing, there's genuinely no empathy in this film, like honestly it's shallow, it's so shallow. There are some characters that you start to feel for and then they just disappear for like half the film, then they come back and you're like, oh I completely forgot about you, where did you go? There's still some characters that never even come back, so are they going to turn up in a sequel? I don't know, or maybe they've just died off screen and we have no notion of that. I genuinely don't know what happens to certain characters. I don't know why there's such a lack of development, but the cast is good. The cast is very good. They try their best with the acting. The performances are all fine. They're very solid. They're nothing special, but yeah, I mean, some of the accents are a bit off at times too. Like, um, Josh Brolin sounds Scottish at one point, but then never again. Oscar Isaac seems to dip into different accents halfway through. I do like them both. I love both actors. I love the majority of actors in this film, in fact. And they're all good. Okay, they're all fine. But I just don't think the writing is very good. I really don't think it's a good standard. Yes, the scale is huge and it deserves to be seen at the cinema. But it's probably the hardest thing to sell to go and see at the cinema because it is two and a half hours and there's no ending. It's so incomplete, it hurts. So... If I had to recommend it, yes, go and watch it at the cinema. Go and watch it in IMAX, possibly, because it would be... This is the kind of experience they're going for. They're crafting an experience where you have to watch it on the biggest screen possible with the best sound system in the world. But to be fair, the sound isn't great. Like, I don't know what it was, but <laughs> when you're listening to like a Hans Zimmer score, you notice it. Okay, You notice it every single time because it's just so amazing. No Time to Die has it. Interstellar, Inception, all the rest of it. Even X-Men Dark Phoenix, which is a very bad film, has a very, very good score because Hans Zimmer does it. This is just kind of noise. Like, genuinely, there's nothing really standing out to me. And I had to properly force myself to listen out for it at times because I was just losing track of it. It was just slipping into ambient background noise, and that's not good. Yes, the score is very commanding and booming at times, but a loud score doesn't make it a good score. I, mean, I know a lot of people think it does, but it really doesn't. 
And this one is just kind of noise, like genuinely noise. There's some bagpipes at one point too. It's just, I don't know. And they keep saying, genuinely, if you look at any single promotional material for this film, which annoys me, you won't hear them say it's a film. You will hear them say, this is a cinematic event. This is an event film, blah, blah, blah. This isn't an experience. This is an event. It's not, okay, it's really not. For me, the new James Bond, that was much more of an event film than this. This is a very good cinematic experience, one that demands to be seen on the big screen, but it's not an event. It is in no way an event film. Like, honestly, no. Maybe when a sequel comes out, when part two comes out, it will be a massive event film, the two of them combined, sure, but calling this the next Lord of the Rings, calling this the next Star Wars, big fat no from me, big fat no. I'm a huge fan of the director, huge fan of the cast, huge fan of the whole vibe it's going for, I love this aesthetic and whatnot, and yeah, the planet Arrakis looks pretty cool at times, but then other times, it's just like the Sahara Desert, or it's just like Tatooine on Star Wars, it's nothing special, it's nothing unique, the sandworms are very cool, I do like the sandworms, but uh, overall, this film is fine, this film is good, it's just nothing special in my opinion, so I'm not going to say any more until part two comes out, because I'm genuinely frustrated and angered by the ending of this film, it's not good. It's really not a good place to end it. I know it's going to be anticlimactic, whichever way you look at it, and I know it is just going to end abruptly, but nah, I'm not happy with that. Nah, nope. And I think the worst thing about it is when you go and watch a film, you need the ending to be great because that's the last thing you're going to see and you're going to remember most of all about the film. Like genuinely, whatever film you watch, the ending is going to stick out the most. And when you have an ending with no catharsis like this, when there's no comeuppance for any of the characters, any of the situations, it just ends. That's not good. I, I don't mind a part one and a part two film when it's like kind of the end of a franchise. Okay, so Hunger Games did it. Harry Potter did it. They work. Okay, I do not mind that at all because you know full well the characters have been built up through many, many movies before and it's going to definitely get that sequel a sequel for this isn't even confirmed. At the time of recording, which is the day it's been released, a sequel is not confirmed yet, and that's worrying because if this doesn't get a sequel, this could be the biggest bomb in the history of Hollywood. So, yeah, fingers crossed it actually makes money and gets a sequel because it needs it. It desperately needs it. For this film and for this franchise to be a huge success, it needs a sequel. And I hate that so much when... We've got this film. Okay, here's the logic that they're going for, which just blows my mind. A sequel hasn't been confirmed because it's reliant on the success of this film. So if this makes money, we'll get a sequel. But I do not think this film is good until we get a sequel. So you've got nothing. Honestly, the ending just makes this film pretty much nothing. It's just hollow and it's yeah, it looks nice. It looks great. Okay, it looks fantastic. But you can't just have something that looks good with absolutely no substance. And when I say no substance, I mean literally no substance. There is nothing heavy in this film at all. There's just lightly sprinkles of character development here and there. And uh, it's weird, okay? It's a very weird film. It's not as good as they're trying to make it be. It looks great. Sounds okay. Go see it on the biggest screen possible if you want to go see it. But at the same time, do not feel like you have to go and see it because... All of this marketing and all the trailers, which, by the way, if you've seen the trailer, you've seen the whole film. That's what annoys me a lot. The trailer gives away pretty much every single thing that happens in this film, which is very, very annoying. When trailers do that, 
But to be fair, I can understand because this is a very hard film to sell, especially when they know the ending is just going to disappoint. So, yeah, it's a tricky one. It's a very tricky one. If you like Denis Villeneuve films, then this is pretty much the same as Blade Runner. It's pretty much the same as Arrival. Yeah, it's, it's typical Denis Villeneuve films. I like a lot of them. I do love Prisoners, Sicario, Enemy, Blade Runner, even Arrival. I do like Arrival a lot, but this is not my favourite from him. It's really not. So, yeah, Timothy Chalamet is good in it. Rebecca Ferguson is good. Um, everybody else is just forgettable, and I'll talk more about it in a spoiler review, but... I don't like the way things are handled at all with the characters. So yeah, that's me done. Go and see the film if you want. But I don't know, June, I think it's just, I think it's kind of outdated, Like, which is ironic because it's set 8,000 years in the future, but I think it's genuinely outdated. So I don't know. Star Wars did it first, which is also ironic because the book for June came out before the first Star Wars. So I just feel like they're late to the party. They're late to getting it adapted into a proper massive franchise, but... I tell you, I would not like this, well, I don't like this, as a starter of a franchise. I really don't think it's a good starter as a franchise. It's more of just a, here you go, here's a little trailer, here's a teaser for what you'd expect in a part two. Give us money for this one so we can make part two. Like, that's not good. I'm not happy with that at all. So, yeah, that's me done. This has been June. It's been interesting. I'm, I'm honestly struggling to find the motivation to go and watch it again. I don't think I'll go and watch it in IMAX because I'm glad when I watched it I had a recliner seat because I was wriggling about a bit, I was just getting comfy and I was struggling to keep still because it's just kind of boring at times and starts to feel its runtime a little bit. There's one point I thought, is this ending? Like, this feels way too short, but then it doesn't, it goes on for another hour. Then I wish it did end where I thought it was going to end because it probably would have been better, but that's just me. Either way, there's some good moments, there's some very good scenes. Um, there's one scene in particular with a sandworm which almost made me cry because it's so beautiful. Like, it's not even sad, it's just cinema, genuinely cinema at its finest. Very good scene with a sandworm. But I can't justify that one amazing, spectacular scene for a whole film that's just a trailer teasing us for the next film, so forget it. Honestly, I'm not going to say any more until a sequel comes out. So whether it's next year, whether it's two years' time... They better confirm it and they better get it made soon because this film needs it. This film desperately needs part two to be worthy, to be worthy of a rewatch, to be worthy of saying it's very, very good. But uh, until then, I've been Kieran and I shall speak to you in the next episode if you can't handle the truth.